Devin Vassell gets his money. On top of that, Joel Embiid makes decisions about the 2024 Olympics. We're going to talk about both those topics, plus Paul George and his contract extension talks with the Los Angeles Clippers. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. Welcome to the number one place for your daily basketball news and analysis, NBA Central. What's going on, basketball fans? Welcome to another episode of NBA Central, your number one spot for everything basketball-related. I'm the host here, Hayes, one of the hosts, holding it down for the squad. You guys can follow the channel at NBA Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. We're going to first up talk about Devin Vassell. He just signed a $135 million contract over five years with the San Antonio Spurs to stay there as they are moving forth into the next era of that team with Victor Wimbiana there. Makes sense. They are now paying Devin Vassell. Uh, they're going to take advantage of Wimby being on that rookie scout tr- contract as long as they can, right? So when you look at it, the deal also has $11 million in incentives, right? Has no options. So this is a straightforward, uh, a structured contract. So at the end of the day, the most that he's going to be paid in 2024-25 is going to be $29.3 million. Now, Devin Vassell is another one of those players that Greg Popovich has developed. And this is why most NBA fans are happy to see a player like Victor Rumbiana go to the San Antonio Spurs. Because when you look at Devin Vassell, came into the league, started 62 games his rookie year. I'm sorry, started seven out of 62 games his rookie year, only getting five shots per game. But then when you look at that next year, right, his second season in the league, uh, getting 10.8 shots per game, hitting that at a 42% clip, averaging 12 points per game, 4.3 rebounds, right under two assists, over a steal per game. And then last year, putting it all together, being an even more uh, big part of that team's offense, right, after DeJounte Murray leaves that team, he starts a 32 out of 38 games played, dealt with some injury concerns in that. But in that time, 15 shots per game, 18 and a half points per game, 3.9 rebounds per game, 3.6 assists, still that 1.1 steals per game, and hitting the three-pointer, taking seven three-pointers a game, hitting that at a 38% clip. Devin Vassell is a player with a lot of promise, still only 23 years old. And when you look at the future of that San Antonio Spurs team, the future is bright. Yes, it's bright in part because you have a player like Victor Wimbiama down there, right? And what he's going to mean for that that team being only 19 years old. Like I said, the San Antonio Spurs being able to take advantage of that rookie scale contract for as long as possible. But on top of that, they still got Keldon Johnson down there, right? Still got Malachi Branham, who's another player that, that in that draft that he was in, very high on that player. The San Antonio Spurs are a very young team. And so, you know, when you look at the fact that they locked in Greg Popovich to the extension that they did, Jeremy Sohan's another player down there, they're going to really get an honest look at how these players are going to develop because they have a coach like uh, Greg Popovich down there who you trust is going to get and maximize on the potential of all those players. And so, you know, shout out to Devin Vassell for getting paid. This is a player that, you know, as Pop has put more on him, has absolutely stepped up in cases like that. Hopefully he's going to be able to stay healthy, take advantage of things like that. That's, of course, what you want to see for a young player. But, hey, listen, in the time that he's played last season, he showed tremendous growth. And now, you know, being a player that's going to have a player like Wimby down there with him, it's going to go uh, big big ways for his development and hopefully for Wimby's development as well. That San Antonio Spurs team, you got to look at that team. That's going to be a team that's really good, really quick. And so, you know, we'll see how that development goes, especially down there. But shout out to Devin Vassell for getting his money. Now, next up is a player that, you know, his future, you know, people think may, may be a little bit more murkier, right? Maybe he does end up leaving the Philadelphia 76ers, but Joel Embiid has now made his decision to play for the in the 24 uh, Olympics 
with Team USA. Now, keep in mind, he could have played with the French national team. It uh, looks like he was deciding between a couple of different countries that he could have uh, realistically played for, but he's now going to be joining Team USA. He made that decision, and this is huge for the for the uh, for Team USA in the Olympics next year, right? When you look at like the big depth down there, right? The fact that yeah, Jaron Jackson Jr. is still a really good young quality big, but had some issues in his first uh, well in in the um, uh, international play. You bring in Joel Embiid, who's now committed to the team, right? Uh, he had the option to play between. Uh, U.S., France, and Cameron. So he he makes that decision to join Team USA. We already got word that you know players like you know LeBron James and others may go ahead and join. And so you know Steph Curry and you know those players like that. It's good to have Joel Embiid down there as well. He's already locked in. We'll see what that means. Can the U.S. Team USA redeem themselves after what this FIBA International run was this past summer? We'll end up seeing. But hey, Joel Embiid is going to be on Team USA. I think that's going to be good for uh, the team. Now, next up, Paul George made uh, comments on his contract extension with the Los Angeles Clippers, and he said this. If it's up to me, absolutely. I'm back home with a great organization, an organization that believes in winning and does everything they can to win. Why not? Why not retire here? It would be a dream if I could ride it out, hopefully compete for multiple championships. Why am I a Clipper? Be able to, to say I played at home and did something great at home. So, yeah, that's first on my agenda. Paul George is set up to sign a potentially four-year, $220 million contract with the Los Angeles Clippers if he does re-up for the max amount of money that he's able to get. And as you know, contracts are rising across the NBA. When you look at Devin Vassell's contract, Paul George's contract, I know a lot of these numbers, you know, older uh, you know, more historical basketball fans, you can look at those numbers and kind of balk at it. But these are numbers that are going to become more of the norm, right? When you look at Devin Vassell and what he's going to get paid, right, $29.3 million at the most there, you're going to start seeing those contracts become more and more the norm. And the $100 million contracts are going to be almost the norm as well if you're signing a four or, or, or five-year extension. And then you look at Paul George now, right? Over four years, can get $220 million. We'll see what, if he ends up signing that contract extension for that full amount. The Los Angeles Clippers are a team that I think people still look at when they're fully healthy, a team that absolutely can't compete, but you have those questions on when are they going to be fully healthy? Are they going to be fully healthy at the right time? Are they going to be able to maintain being fully healthy? Those are questions that are going to surround that Los Angeles Clippers team until they prove otherwise, right? And so this is a team that's coming into the season with expectations if they can stay healthy, a solid team overall. When you look at their starting five in Russ, Paul, Kawhi, then Batum and Zubak kind of filling out that starting five with Terrence Mann uh, coming off the bench with Kenyon Martin Jr. down there, who's their new acquisition, who, you know, still definitely has something that he can give. Mason Pumley, Marcus Morris Sr. coming off the bench as well. So this is a team that can do something. They got Bones Highland down there. I almost forgot about Bones Highland. Not a perfect player by any stretch of the imagination, but is a player that can give some things, right? So they have the players there that can perform. The bigger question is, is, are they going to perform, right? Are they going to be able to stay healthy? And I'm sure that's something that the Los Angeles Clippers are also weighing with this contract extension with Paul George looming, right? And, you know, if both sides are motivated to get it done, one thing we've seen across the NBA, they're going to get it done, right? It may not be for that number. That's why I say that's the max he's able to get. But we'll see if he's able to get that that ultimate number. Like, I, I like the Clippers team. Again, like I said, when fully healthy, but uh, you know, I don't think anybody bets on full health when it comes to this Clippers team anymore. They got questions up and down that roster. I think the fit questions, too, are some there as well. But, you know, you, you, you like to think players are going to work it out and figure it out as they go, right? So, you know, ultimately, I want to hear from you guys, though. What do you guys think about the, the Paul George pending extension? Do you think that that is still value contract for a player like Paul George who is getting up there, right, but still a very productive player 
is Paul George. 23.8 points per game last year, six rebounds, five assists, 45% in shooting overall from the field. He is turning 33 years. I mean, he is 33 years old, though. Just turned 33 um, back in May. So, you know, you got to look at that as well and ask yourself the question, is it is he, you're going to be able to get close enough to what your goals are, and are you going to get enough games out of that, right? 56 games played last year for Paul George. He hasn't. Pl- Paul George has not played over 60 games since he joined the Los Angeles Clippers. That is a, a that is huge reason for concern, right? We've talked about before, like kind of that new barrier. Looking at a full season is kind of 65 games, right? If you play above 65 games, I think you're close enough to being able to call that a full season. Not being able to scratch 60 games in over four years, right? That's concerning, right? That's concerning for any team, right? That's that's a, the risk reward factor. Something that you absolutely have to factor in. He's not getting any younger either. You're talking about a player in Paul George who, you know, other than the year he had, he had that injury, you're talking about 80, 70 games played, 75, 79, 81, right? You're looking at that, and for a player then to not be able, even his, his two years in OKC, 79 and 77 games played. When you're not getting even 60 games, it makes it a tall order and a tall test to be able to sign a player for that amount of money. And so it's going to be up to Paul George to see if he can stay healthy, to see if the Clippers are going to get that the, the value they feel out of a contract like that but they also may be inclined to give it to him because is any free agent going to be coming to the Clippers, right? Can they afford to lose him? That's where you're going to start seeing some teams have to make really tough decisions with the new contract sizes in the NBA that, you know, contracts that used to be uh, looked at as a foregone conclusion with giving an extension. You're going to have to really question that. You're going to probably see a few years of, you know, these, these players that aren't really superstars, right? Which Paul George is a, can be a star level player, but he's not a superstar, right? You're going to be looked at at that, that players are used to just, yeah, we're going to extend him because of what he brings to the team. You now have to look at that and maybe try to factor in a little bit more and think about that risk-reward factor of that. So, you know, we'll end up seeing with that. Uh, let me know what you guys think on that down below. But that's my time. Make sure you guys are following the show at NBA Central Pod on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, NBA Central Show at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773 773- 270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything basketball related. And I'll see you guys the next time I feel like making a video. Prior tomorrow. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media.